absolutely do not let both bathrooms go at the same time. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No yeah. matter what. Yeah. No matter what, always have at least one working bathroom because that was a nightmare. If, if anyone gets one thing from this episode, yeah. keep one working bathroom. Oh my yeah. gosh. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Welcome to this episode of Expertish Podcast, and we've got a couple new guests today. Aubrey and Brad. Brad's got the uh, good voice. Aubrey's going to like try to <laughs> compete with him. So how are you guys doing today? Good. We're doing great. How are you? Good, good, good. Not saying you have a bad voice, by the way. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I it's know. Across, across I know. Like radio voice. So. It's beautiful. So we'll both be, we'll both be competing with him today. So actually he should just host and then we'll just sit back and do our shit. Yeah. So. You guys just lay down. I'll start teaching some yoga and we'll just oh, throw in some real estate about the same time. Well, that, Hey, let's like, first of all, because of, you know, you've had like 36 careers or still do. <laughs> let's just start with, um, with a little intro of you guys, like Brad and Aubrey, both obviously from, you know, Aubrey being still in active duty. Right. Brad being like in 36 other things from, you know, from boats to planes to, to yoga, yoga and everything in between. Yeah. So how about a quick intro from you guys? Yeah. So I'm active duty. I fly Romeos. I've been in for about eight and a half years and I've been stationed in San Diego, I think since 2015. Uh, I just I did my sea tour out of San Diego at the HSM 78 Blue Hawks. And then now I'm in Point Loma for my shore tour. And I'm supposed to get out in 2023. That's the plan. We'll see what the Navy does. Right. <laughs> the Navy is just... Has their own plan sometimes. Yeah. So we'll see what happens and hopefully get a stay in San Diego for the last tour. And they they moved my PRD around, which they've done for all of the Romeo and Sierra pilots right. lately because they want us to stay in. Right. So hopefully it's in San Diego. If not, then November 2023 is the plan to get out and then transition to the civilian life. Gotcha. And for listeners who aren't in the aviation side here, Romeos yeah. are um, helicopters, H-60 helicopters, one of the versions of that. And uh, Aubrey being a pilot there, she is also, I guess, I don't want to say victim to, but you you fall to the schedule very different all the time with the Navy with that, right? Like as far as keeping you guys, what they want to do with you guys, where you go, you have a sometimes not so much choice. Yeah, exactly. I actually have some friends who've been sent out in deployment during their shore tour. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that, and it's, so it's different being with Brad because he doesn't know, right? he doesn't know this life of like, oh, I can be sent anywhere or I could right. be sent on deployment tomorrow, even on my shore tour because yeah. it's happening to people right now. So it is a very different lifestyle. And it is when yeah. people say needs of the Navy, they're mm -hmm. not joking. Like, or wants in the Navy sometimes, I feel like. So, yeah, we haven't succumbed to it yet. Just yeah, I've like been very, very lucky that I haven't. luck that yeah. when we met, it was her having a pretty solid schedule here right. in San Diego. Right. You know, working, you know, different times, but still being in San Diego. Right. Mm -hmm. This is the first time that we've been together where that, you know, might come to a different point. Right. And then that'll be an adjustment. And that'll, I mean, yeah. Just, you know, for me, it's definitely different. You know, yeah. I've, it's been this ethereal thing or ethereal thing that like may or may not happen. But since it hasn't happened, I'm like, oh, it's not going to happen. But yeah. now it's like, I think, it's oh, good. no, it's probably going to happen. Brad, Brad's <laughs> like, this this military shit, it's not so bad. Like, hey. No, seriously, like, he's seen the really, really <laughs> yeah. chill life. Like, I work a very chill schedule right. in Point Loma right. because I'm one of the only aviators at my job. Oh, so. man. It's very chill. Well, well, luckily you didn't get one of the FRSs or something. Not, yeah. you know, if you were being an instructor pilot right now, you'd probably uh, he'd see a whole different side, even if you're not deployed. Huh? Exactly, whole different side. And actually, I was supposed to go be a flight instructor in Corpus Christi. Okay. And also was up for a job in Washington D.C. And then, kind of, my life priorities just switched around. So I ended up starting a business while I was on shore tour. Mm -hmm. And I knew if I was an FRS instructor, any kind of instructor, you can't really like dictate your schedule. Right. So now here I can yeah. like dictate my schedule. And I was able to start this business that I started, which I've now not, I've kind of leaned more into real estate right. and I'm going to lean more to that. So, but you have that option. You got to try mm -hmm. it. And, and yeah. every, every little experience gets added on to those little back to the bag of tricks to hundred oh, percent parlay into the other one. And 
with that, like Brad, speaking of all, every little experience here, like, <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't realize the first time we talked, like how many different things. So I knew about Triton and I knew, uh, you know, uh, like two of the things. And yeah. then the other day when we were talking, I'm like, well, dude, what else, man? Yeah. <laughs> I've had kind of a wide array and it for better or for worse, I think building, like we just said, with the experiences kind of build the next thing, even if it's completely irrelevant from, you know, teaching yoga to managing a catamaran, there are things that kind of overlap. And for me, just going about, you know, being in college, I just always like to chase things that I, that I like to do. And I'm also kind of a yes man in ways. So if an opportunity strikes, I'm like, yeah, let's just, let's do it. You know? So in college, I ended up, um, randomly becoming good friends of the owner of core power yoga just through a happenstance and i did one yoga class and he was like yeah i think you'd be a good candidate to be an instructor and i was like sure let's do it so the next day i signed up for teacher training and i'd only been to one yoga class and that led into uh, starting my own yoga studio and we ended up branching out into doing paddleboard yoga and uh, these tours of um, glow in the dark tours at night in mission Bay, where I met these guys at mission Bay where I work with now. And that led me to me getting my captain's license and captaining some of their, their boats at the same time. And then that transition into my lifelong goal of wanting to be a pilot. And that was before meeting Aubrey. And I actually tried to go into the military, but at the time I had really bad eyes and I didn't really know the shuffle steps of whether or not I'd be able to even be considered to try to go to flight school. Um, so through kind of selling off bits and pieces of the yoga studio, I started being able to afford to pay for flight school. And so that kind of leads into where I'm at now is being a flight instructor. So I'm a private uh, flight instructor and I work out of a bunch of small airports here in San Diego. And it's kind of like running your own business the way they do it. I get some referrals and then some, I just build clients and, you know, word of mouth and you get kind of a group of students and I teach them. And at the same time, I also have run bars and restaurants for a long time through college. And I kind of fell into this boating world of running a uh, private catamaran um, bar essentially. And our catamaran holds up to a hundred people and we run 20 to 35 trips a week. And, you know, it only holds eight seats, but we end up doing, you know, millions of revenue just from this tiny little space. So put all those things together and then tie on top of real estate now, um, and wanting to learn. And so I just, I just, each thing I just like, Oh, just, this is so cool. Like, why would I, why would I not do it? You know, like it just seems fun and that just kind of finding things that I like. And that's kind of led me here now with, with her and real estate. So right on. And I know like after talking to you, I realized that I have contributed to your other business uh, because I was on one of those charters yeah. <laughs> and definitely knew where the bar was. So he's a good bartender. Uh, yeah. It was, it, that was a good time actually too. It was like actually a really fun thing. So yeah, I'm sure it, it's a lot more fun for you. I, we were talking before we started recording too, when it's not rainy and cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've definitely so. gotten spoiled with the weather. And now that it dips below 70, I get cold and I wear thermals and yeah. ready to focus. <laughs> on that investing now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get me off the boat and invest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, you guys are already, you know, had your foot in the door, right? So, uh, and we talked a little bit about, I should have, again, I always say this, like, damn, I should have started recording before. We always start just BSing and then lots of uh, good information comes out. But how about a little bit about your experience though with that purchase? Cause I know, you know, what you start, and again, sometimes what you start out looking for something better comes along like it ends up working out better but a little bit about your experience of getting that initial initial property yeah exactly so i'll put a plug in for your podcast for this one too so <laughs> back i mean i well i recently turned 30 i guess back in may but in my 20s you know throughout flight school way and back throughout there in those 20s way throwing some wisdom in yeah. back in my 20s <laughs> I just never thought about real estate. I never thought that I could own real estate. It's just something that was never in my mind. Um, not that like my parents, I just, I grew up in a on a Midwestern farm and my parents didn't really teach me about money or real estate. I mean, they're amazing, hardworking people, but anyways, I just never captured that in my life that I thought that's something I could do or something I can make money from. And we, and he as the same, like, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it was, kind of, kind of was like a far out concept of like, right. oh, I'd have to have this chunk of change down to be right. able to, you know, traditionally finance something. And I'd have to make X amount of money in order to buy anything and let alone San Diego. Right. Right. Yeah. And so talking to one of my friends, I went over to her place. She's like, oh, yeah, we bought this. And oh, we're thinking about buying another property. And I thought that was so mind blowing to me. She's like, oh, you should listen to Expertish Podcast. See, and uh, so, <laughs> that's, my, that's my other listener. <laughs> and I was like, oh, OK. So just the seed was planted. And once the seed's planted and it, and you keep like watering it and feeding it, it just keeps growing. Right. So it was super cool. So I. There was a couple podcasts that really sparked my interest. And then from there, I realized, I'm like, oh, wait, I have the VA loan. And you start learning about the VA loan and other people my age are, you know, doing this and closing deals. And I had other friends doing that. And from there, we were looking at places to rent PB. We're like, okay, let's move the next step of our life together. Like, let's look at a place. And all the places I wanted to rent were like $3,000 to $5,000 a month. Yeah, she was showing me stuff. She's like, let's move in here. And I was like... What? We're going to rent for that amount? Like, why right. don't we buy something? You know, like for that, it was just thought like it was kind of a joke. Like yeah. what, for that price, why don't we just look at buying something? And she's like, well, maybe we could. And then it was like, oh yeah, let's try that out. And we're literally looking at rents, the places that she wanted to stay. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, we were going to, that's all wasted money. Yeah. You know, so it yeah. starts down that rabbit hole of like, oh, okay, let's, let's figure this out. Right. You know? Yeah. And yeah. then um, this is just one of my favorite moments is the first lender we talked to, and I I talked to you about this mm-hmm. before, is, you know, he goes through all of our stuff and he's like, okay. And he said he's had 30 years of experience in the mortgage business. It was like veterans, like uh, United yeah. or something we, like. So one of those companies. Anything, but yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, you can. I just, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> you say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's specifically that company, but one of those, you know, mm-hmm. bigger companies. And he was like, okay, well, you guys can buy a house for $400,000. And we're like, but we're in San Diego. And he's like, well, this is what you can afford. He's like, maybe if you save up in three years, you'd be able to afford what you're looking for, which was like a $750,000 townhome. That's right. what we were looking at. And I like cried. I just remember being so sad about it. And then I'm like, okay, we've read some books. We've listened to some podcasts. They say always get like a second opinion. Right. So then we start talking to other lenders and realizing that that guy was just full of BS. You can say that too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it was literally like two days later and somebody else was like, oh yeah, you could do that. And yeah. we're like, wait, what? And he's right. like, yeah, yeah, that's not a big deal. And then I was kind of like light bulb, like, oh, we didn't know that yeah. one person isn't have the same information mm-hmm. as everybody else. Like one guy can just be running off of this, you know, yeah. operation. The other person is like, oh yeah, no, you guys are good. Deal. Like, let's go look at some stuff down in PBOB, whatever you want. Like, right. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, and it's, it sucks because some of the ones that are the least, let's say put out the least quality education or have the information or some of the ones that are market the best say to the military and they really don't, you know, not, and not all of them are bad either. They have some phenomenal people usually, but then like you said, some of them also operate on different overlays and everything. Mm-hmm. And not everyone's going to be up front and tell you, Hey, we can't do it at this time because of X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Go talk to this person. And yes. A sil- similar thing happened with, uh, another, actually another Navy person. She's a Navy doctor and she was looking and she called one of the big, uh, you know, Navy finance or big military financial places that she trusted and, and said, Hey, let's just get, see what I could get approved for. And they told her we're not, and this was probably right about a year ago, like almost ex- just maybe like 14 months ago. And they told her like, Oh, she was looking for a condo. And they said, there's no VA loans for condos right now. And she's like, you mean, what are you talking about? You guys don't do it or something. And she's, and, you know, this one's not qualified. Cause we talked about them being, you know, if the, if it's certified for VA or not, and she has, they told her, no, like they're just, you know, we're not producing that, like not even that they weren't, she, she was told that there's no VA loans for condos at this time because their overlays, they were not doing it. And this is a big entity, yeah. you know, but I'm sure someone had to do with COVID and the way everything's, everything was kind of, you know, on, you know, turned upside down a little bit. But to say that as fact to this person is just like, now I can't do it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Talk to these other 50 people that mm-hmm. say you can and let's go, yeah. go get this done. But it, it is, it sucks that that's what so many people get, Yeah, you know, and that'll shut down a lot of people quickly. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just get disheartened yeah. and they're yeah. like, oh shit. Well, yeah, well this one it. person told me that, you know, mm-hmm. that's and supposed it, to be the professional. Yeah. Yeah. You like, know? Oh, this person said it, that's the way it is. And, you know, probably so many times in my life as like a young kid, not understanding that, you know, just because you get a no doesn't mean that's it. You just right. work your way until you find a yes. Exactly. You know, exactly. But didn't, you don't know that. And we no. didn't know that. And, you know, we were both bummed. And then. Because we had no experience in real estate. Complete, right. complete 183 days later. Right. Which yeah. brought you guys even better to mm-hmm. now. Well, yeah. then you had a little bit, you I mean, there's still a struggle to search, right? Still, yeah. it's tough. It was May 2020 was when we put our first mm-hmm. offer in in PB. And I, we were just talking about, I was dead set on walking to the beach. Yeah. You know, we looked in Claremont here and there, but I was like, no, that's still too far from the beach for me. Right. Anything, what is it? East of the five mm-hmm. is, yeah, too far for me. Right. <laughs> yep. I lived like that for quite a while. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I just really didn't want to give up my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing for me because we had a great lifestyle of both of us renting. And so I think we put like seven offers in over the span of six months. And it's very hard in PB to find those VA approved condos. Right. And that's what we kept running into, or we just kept running into having to compete with conventional. Mm-hmm. And also something that we learned throughout this process is like, okay, we're not going to buy something turnkey. Right. Because it also is impossible to get an offer accepted with a VA loan turnkey because those are all the conventional and the cash. They're like, oh, we're going to have to buy a fixer upper. Right. Which we learned, mm-hmm. you know, if the real estate market crashes, it's better that way because we're still, we could have equity in that place right. versus if it's at 100%, right. it's just going to go down. Right. Um, and we learned that, you know, through like the podcast and the books we're reading and the people we we're talking to, we're like, okay, we're going to go that route. Let's look for something we can fix up. And then the day we looked outside PB, which was like six months into our journey, yeah. we found this house that had been on the market for, I think it was like 45 to 60 days. Yeah. Which at that time was like, what? Like, like, what? what? Yeah. The house has been on there yeah. for that long, more than three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how did I see this when it said day two? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And we put an offer on it, got accepted. And then we closed in, I think it was like October 31st of mm-hmm. 2020. Right. And then that day we walked in and we're like, wow, this is rough. Yeah. And it's funny looking back at some of the stuff like, oh, it's got a shed. This is cool. It's got a backyard. Now we're looking at it now. We're like, that was a death shed. And it right. was like right. the death shed. And All that was, was more for me to have to take away. Yeah. yeah. You, had to, you know, it was just literally tons of work. We were buying ourselves. But at mm-hmm. the point, we were just so excited. But right. now looking back on it. Right. And seeing it with new eyes now, it's like, oh, the next property, it's like, oh, we just get rid of that. You get rid right. of that. That's no good. You know, like learning what we've learned now mm-hmm. for the next one to see what's a keeper for something where that's like, oh, that's a going to be a money pit if it's going to be like that, right. you know? Right. But you learn, but that's the best learning tool, you know, is mm-hmm. that experience. And, yeah. And to your thing too, like just to differentiate between turnkey and like, you know, that will mean different things to different people too. Right. Like, because, because uh, uh, we had a lot of people honestly into turnkey during that time. But the thing is you have to be able to educate the other side on it too, mm-hmm. for them to see that the VA alone, we know what it is, but there's mm-hmm. definitely ways to work around that. But also, you know, depends on what you're trying to get into. Right. So, and the condos and the like townhomes, townhomes. and stuff, as you said too, in PB, most of them weren't VA certified. No. Mm-hmm. And when it's a seller's market, no one's going to wait for you. No right. One, to get yeah. it. I mean, cause yeah. it can be certified. It's not that mm-hmm. big of a process, mm-hmm. but nobody's going to wait when you've got convent, you know, loans that don't need it or cash. Right. So you guys really were facing a pretty big obstacle. But, you know, making that little shift, then you jumped into something totally different. Yep. Yeah. And now how stoked are you? So this so this pumped. is how stoked we are. Okay. We bought it. Um, it was $800,000 mm-hmm. purchase price. We did a $7,500 earnest money mm-hmm. deposit, which is like the money I'd been saving for the past six months. Right. So I, I wasn't the best, ever the best saver, but I was like, okay, I'm going to put a little, you know, each week. And then it came to this pot and that was my earnest money down. And then I, because this house was so decrepit and had so many problems and we had a great real estate agent, mm-hmm. um, he, he's super creative, by the way. He would like offer baseball lessons because he was a professional baseball oh, player. Nice. And I'm, yeah. Like to, that helps. Yeah. yeah. Any, like mm-hmm. stuff but like that's that. cool. Anything to like add. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anything like, to add. Oh, a little, like, hey, yeah. Your son's learning, learning baseball hit. right now. He's like, I'll, I'll teach him because he was a professional catcher. Right. He's like, oh, I, throw him some, um, some lessons. I'll teach him to pitch and what he's actually looking for. You know, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it takes. He was great. And like then, so he did some negotiating mm-hmm. and was like, the plumbing was just all out of whack. And right. we had a plumber just write this really long thing of all these things need fixed. So we ended up getting $10,000 back at the table. Awesome. So zero money down, $10,000 back. 
But obviously, we're going to put that straight into the property, which we did. I mean, right away, we went to work because every single surface of this house needed. We, we took out every floor. We took out every baseboard, painted mm-hmm. everything. We just finished the backyard. It was eight inches of concrete, wall to wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so yeah. funny because oh, before. No we, vegetation, no nothing. Just eight inches of solid concrete. Did you guys bust that out? No. Oh, I was going to say, like, <laughs> well, I mean, you said just finished. I'm like, oh, man, dude. Like, how did you? <laughs> just finished a year later. you guys out there. With, <laughs> that was the original that, thought. So <laughs> Learning along the way, yeah. we learned, like, with a lot of the things we started ourselves. And then we learned quickly that it was like, wow, it takes me three times as much. Yeah. And it might be just as expensive if I do it myself because I'm yeah. going to screw it up True. so bad. True. And then redo it again versus pay somebody else to do that. Yes. And that was, like, the epitome there. It's like eight inches of concrete that couldn't be taken out with a backhoe. You right. would have, they, they had to go in and hand jackhammer Jack this yep. and carry it out too to the street from the front to the back. And it's like that we were looking at, we were like, going to do that on our own. That was our original, no. we were going to do everything on our own right. originally. And right. that would have taken me months. And they put little <laughs> chips in the side of the house that they're like, oh, I'll fix it. But I know I would have put like full holes in the wall. Yeah. And then I would have been on the hook for fixing that versus yeah. I just go back there and be like, oh, hey, there's a little chip there. Like, oh, we'll take care of it. No big deal. Right. It's like, sweet. There's plumbing lines, electrical back there. I probably would have died doing it all. And you would have <laughs> probably jacked up your uh, bartending arm. Yeah. My you bartending know I mean? arm. Like, couldn't be able to fly anymore. Uh, no more like, everything, everything's gone. <laughs> everything's all gone. Done. Just because of concrete. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Save yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's a huge, but that is a huge lesson too. Like, let's not gloss over that. It's like, yeah, it's great to do some things yourself too, but man, sometimes you just got to like say no. Yeah. For me, the first, the one I learned, which is really looks sad because it's one of the simple things, but I'm not talking crazy plumbing, but I'm talking any kind of plumbing, a little plumbing, like the lines. And cause there's so many different little fittings and stuff. Mm-hmm. I realized that I could pretty much pay for someone to come do, you know, things like just running those water, you know, replacing water lines and things for sink fixtures, all that stuff with the money that I would save from the extra trips back and forth to the hardware store for the wrong size fittings, mm-hmm. like literally for the wrong size fittings. Or then my next attempt was just buy all the fittings and I'll just return them, but I never return them. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, that was my lesson. Like the simplest <laughs> shit, I'm spending way too much money because I just don't know. Or that P-trap's going to have a little leak and you're going to find it six months later yeah. and now you've got to rip out the floor yeah. and that mm-hmm. costs you three times exactly. what it would have cost to get a plumber there. Exactly. So moral of that story is I'm not a plumber and yeah. I suck at it. So yeah, now Same. we just pay people to do it because yeah. then our, our time is money. I mean, exactly. But it takes a while to realize that. Yeah. Right? yeah. It took a, lot, a You long, start looking at the bill lessons. and you're like, well, I could do that. Yeah. And it's like, well, but my, you could be doing what you actually like doing for work if you're that lucky right. or I could be making more and then paying them, pick up an extra shift to pay for them to do it. Yeah. Who, who, someone else who actually may need the money as well. So you're yeah. kind of, which is a professional and they basically do it. what economy is, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was funny. We demoed the bathroom, like gut demoed the bathroom, uh-huh. like the first week we moved in because the master bath was so horrible and disgusting that we actually couldn't even take. We tried taking one shower in it and we're like, this is disgusting. I felt like I was going to fall to the floor. Yeah. 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 And this, you've been on ships. Yeah. On like, not the kind, not, <laughs> like, not the kind of Brad yeah. captains either. With actual, like, you know, human feces backing up. Yeah. 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 And this exactly. is worse. Worse. Oh God. <laughs> I swear to God. And then the downstairs bath was absolutely gross too. So there was actually a while where we didn't have a place to take a shower. Right. He went over to a friend's house and it was during COVID. So I couldn't go take showers at work. Yeah. Either. Or the gym or. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't go to the gym. You couldn't do any of that. So we did. I mean. So we'd like. We earned it. We'd put like a. We put a, a a plastic container and stand in that and run the shower for like a couple minutes. And then once that thing got full, then you'd have to empty the toilet and then dump that down the toilet oh, to God. get that water down. Cause I didn't have a backyard. To, yeah. It was all concrete. Yeah. You couldn't dump it anywhere. Yeah. So it that's literally the only dump sink. So we'd have to take like one minute showers because we got so overzealous and demoed the master bathroom well, right away. There was a leak. Uh, there was a that leak. Yeah. We had, we're trying to figure out where the leak was because right. there was becoming mold underneath the foundation and a bunch of water right so the first thing we did was demo that because there was a huge patch so anyways 
I think there should be some of those HGTV shows should be like this. So people see both sides. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, cool. This is the uh, unedited version. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> ah, shit. Like, this too, you know? Yeah. I thought about this stuff. Yeah, we had this leak that we couldn't find. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to start demoing everything. We got to do it anyways to try to find this leak. And it ended up being nowhere in the demo that we found the leak. Yeah. It was just something really dumb. But we ended up finding it finally. But like, right. I demoed everything in the meantime. So we're taking showers and plastic vents. And then he was going <laughs> to do the bathroom himself. So he was going to hot mop. Right. Oh, hell no. No, well, I was going to hot mop, but I was going to get a guy to come in and do, and do it with do it with me. Yeah. And I was like, this is such a bad idea. So I asked one of my coworkers who's a real estate investor. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, because I mean, we didn't have the capital to, you know, redo this place. I mean, it's going to be so much money to just gut rehab this place. Right. She's like, oh, why don't you look at your TSP? So I was like, oh, I didn't realize that you could. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I have heard that you can loan against it, but I was right. like, okay, let me peek at it. So I leveraged my TSP. We got the money pretty quickly, like within a week. And we found a contractor, Uh you know, because I got bids for the kitchen and bathroom. 60K for both, which is just absurd. I was like, that's that's why we were going to do it ourselves. Right. You know, um, but then we found a guy through our real estate agent Mm -hmm. who does flips. Right. And he could he said he could do it for like 12K. Right. And um, and then we also had to do a bunch of stuff in the front yard to get pavers, which we talked about doing ourselves too. Yeah. I will never do pavers myself. <laughs> so we had we got the house painted and did pavers and got a new bathroom by leveraging my TSP mm-hmm. and did that for like like seventeen k or something like that. Right on. And so, so the kitchen was all that was left after that, or well, no, or was that was that? Oh that no, was, oh, yeah, shit, that okay. was the master. And that was the master the, bathroom. So well, then was we, it both? No, it was, it was a master bath. Yeah, so we just focused on the master bathroom because our kitchener model is upcoming. But now you guys can shower. Now we yeah. can shower. It's nice. It's, it's really it's nice. It's super nice. And for a bit, it was just the master bathroom. It was the only place it was done. So yeah. it was like there. you just sit. You in guys there. are chilling just in there, hit, watching TV. Like we're, yeah, like <laughs> just like, sit. And you're like, this is so clean. And then you go outside, and like the floor's ripped out. There's paint everywhere. The you know, it's like. I'm just going to go back to the bathroom. Yeah. This is not nice. <laughs> <out> there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I got to take a shower. No, man, I've got like 20 minutes left in the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Watching no, from the shower. Exactly. That's how it was. Yeah. And um, we did do a lot of flooring with painting mm-hmm. yourselves. Pretty. We did hire some painters for um, obviously that we didn't paint the house ourselves. The no. outside. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that was like instant kind of like gratification. Right. Like painting the house. Just yeah. curb appeal automatically when you're walking home you're like yes and then you walk in and you're like Shit. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure been there yeah <laughs> we've planted seven trees on the property nice. there was one yeah. only like one palm tree because it was just all concrete right. and grow and like we're really into the environment so mm-hmm. i really wanted to put like plants right <laughs> not right. concrete um yeah pavers lots of plants and um trees and then we took out the death shed then we built, oh, our, we built own, our own shed yeah we yeah. built our right. own sheds a prefab that was kind of cool so the, the amish the amish had oh, the right foundation really? and yeah. we got a guy electrical guy to come in and he had to uh like run lines for everything to, mm-hmm. to kind of set up for that um and then do a bunch of you know redo some all the lighting are on the outside of the house right um yeah so the shed we, was also leveraged too because we did like a payment plan uh-huh. for one of those like Pre, the prefab, quote yeah. unquote, but you still have to build it. Yeah, I put so it. They yeah. just have all like Ikea, it measured uh, out. IKEA. Um, well, Ikea yeah, was it, you know, yeah, it's not this, that bad. That, though, that, huh? that yeah. was like. I nice mean, it was wood. way worse, but it was like it. The material and everything was like real lumber, and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, you essentially, to, like, you're sitting there going, "Oh shit, oh, where yeah. does this one go?" Yeah, to this I had one? to watch the video like eight times, yeah. and it took me what was supposed to be 14 hours. It took me three months. You know, well, like that's what one of my friends did. <laughs> I probably a very similar one, and it looks. I mean, it's amazing, but he would like for God, man. It seemed like literally weeks. It would be like, "Hey, what are you? You know, we're gonna go do this." And like. I've got to work on the shed now. <laughs> that was us for a couple yeah, months. Like, yeah, like, yeah. My buddy's like, surf's good, man. I'm like, paint, paint the shed. Yeah. <laughs> but it turned, I mean, they, it probably looks amazing now. It right? does. It does. Yeah. It's like it looks rad. Because nice. it was the only place for storage. Yeah. Because yeah. they, I think they converted the old garage into a room and then there's a carport. Right. So there was, that's the only place for our storage. And we have like all these tools that we bought Mm -hmm. and all these extra things. So, yeah. um, Which was funny when we did move, I had a whole U haul and he had his CRV. Right. Just a surfboard and a cat. And um, 
Yeah. A bag of clothes. Yeah. Literally my, in a bag. I had to make two trips just because my surfboards wouldn't fit inside the with the rope. But all my clothes and everything fit in one load in my tiny little SUV. You know, it's just you're, you're, like this so, is so basically you bought her a shed because you're like, I'm good. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and built it for me. Yeah. I mm-hmm. helped. Yeah. Handing them no, tools. But, yeah. um, and then something that was cool too is we utilized life insurance mm-hmm. and that paid for the backyard, mm-hmm. um, which was actually way cheaper than we thought. I'm like, oh, I would have done this earlier. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it would be like 30 grand or something to take right. out the whole backyard, but they took it out themselves. I mean, it took like four days. Right. And they put pavers and turf. Um, and we have two dogs. Uh-huh. So that was really crappy for about a year. Yeah. Um, to have just dogs out yeah. back on the concrete. So yeah. it was just like, amazing that it finally happened yeah so what you can do with life insurance a whole life policy is borrow half right. well it, but it depends so i had i had an annuity so i just cashed out the annuity and used that mm-hmm. to pay for the whole backyard um, but if you do have a whole life insurance and policy you can borrow a, it, it just depends on the life policy, insurance policy yeah. you yeah, have yeah, yeah so i looked into that um but the annuity was better so i cashed that out and then the last thing we have to do is the kitchen remodel mm-hmm. and that's like mm-hmm. the big one right and we're going to leverage the solar solar yeah mm-hmm. yeah which i'm sure you've talked about in the podcast before. Uh, we may have yeah i think i think we have but man i lose track but but i mean it is another huge mm-hmm. thing right like i know we're doing that on a two unit you guys are doing it man it's just a great thing too right you get to your roll money you know from whatever you're doing into that project mm-hmm basically roll it into that loan and then you get the tax credit because it's all part of the Mm -hmm. part of that loan. Yeah. And you're helping the environment. You are. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And take advantage of it while you can. Yeah. Because that tax credit part probably won't go much longer. Yeah. But it is a great way to add to, but I love the fact that you've already mentioned three different ways, at least that you've leveraged different things, you know, Mm -hmm. not not even including the VA loan, but just, you know, like the, uh, TSP, you know, your life insurance, which a lot of people don't know about. I didn't mm-hmm. know about that until probably within the last four years, to be totally honest. I didn't know. And then shoot. And then, then the solar, that's a, another yeah. great yeah. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Another thing with the TSP too, that people don't always, like you said, you know, you can have multiple, you can have what two loans, general and a uh, real estate loan, right. From your TSP. You also, we've used that for people for their earnest money deposit, their yeah. TSP. But the co- thing I would recommend too, if people are doing that, cool, know how to access it, know how to do all your stuff, so you can have your statement, use that as a proof of funds for a, for an EMD when you're putting an offer together. But the cool thing is you don't really have to, it is so quick that if you have everything ready, you have mm-hmm. your application for it and stuff, it's your money. Mm-hmm. So you can like wait until you get something accepted because like you said, here, I mean, it's been such a crazy environment. Sometimes people are looking for quite a while. Yep. You don't have to pull that money out and then risk spending it or start paying on it. You can just have it there, you know, ready. And then if you get accepted, cool, submit your paperwork. You're going to get it within two to three days, same time that you're going to have to put your EMD in. As long as you're communicating with, you know, once you get into escrow, there's never been an issue. And it's, you know, again, you just have that available. And a lot of people don't realize what they do have. Yeah, so it's amazing. You guys so use so quick. many different yeah. Yeah. leverages. Yeah, because I mean, we don't have, I mean, 100, 100 to 200K sitting right. around to just right. quickly remodel this place. So because of all this, it's going to probably appraise for 1.2. Mm-hmm. And that's not accounting for the like the forced appreciation. Right. I mean, a little bit. I, I run the comps like every week right. on the neighborhood. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. So nice. we're thinking like 1.2. We're going to wait to get it appraised after the kitchen remodel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you, so that's about 400K. Right. So it's been, that sounds like a nightmare of a story, but like right. for 400K. Yeah. And it's just, and a lot of lessons. Like yeah, look, so how much you yeah. learn just from doing one, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I would rather have all the problems. Well, I won't say you, you've had them all, but I would rather have a ton of problems up front. And be like, all right, cool. The next one's got to be easier than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Anything, and it will be, yeah. it yeah. will be. Yeah. We've definitely learned some lessons of things we're going to live through, things we're not going to live through and, you know, like how to do that with contractors for pretty much everything. Right. You know, absolutely do not let both bathrooms go at the same time. No, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. no matter yeah. what. Yeah. No matter what, always have at least one working bathroom because that was a nightmare. <laughs> if, if anyone gets one thing from this episode, <laughs> yeah. keep one working bathroom. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. The other one still needs to be remodeled. So, and we're definitely hiring someone for that right. too. Yeah. 
that will hopefully be encompassed in the um the, same time with the kitchen, the same yeah, time yeah, as the kitchen. Time. and then after that it's, so it's taken it'll be taken over a year about mm-hmm. probably like a year and five months for mm-hmm. all of this so it's a slow process but it's gonna be worth it and you guys have also had to do that during covid time yeah, still COVID. because because we're still having big effect from that all right mm-hmm. or big impact from that from supplies oh, yeah. getting enough stuff to mm-hmm. actually do i mean that's not, you could have like not even had uh shower valves and stuff who knows yeah. it takes well, we so long to get stuff for four months mm-hmm. so we sat on the ground for the first <laughs> yeah. four months Forgot about that <laughs> so the first things we ordered like oh, let's get a couch and then she's like oh it's gonna take like four months to get here i was like what are we going to sit on? We just had, we just had pillows. That's, That's what we did. Yeah. Like we were talking before, when I purchased the new construction, when COVID first started, and it still had a few months left to be built. So like three months later, I moved into it. Well, I only took, the only thing I took were my three favorite bar stools. And so I'm like, <laughs> cool, I'm just going to read, everything's going to be new. The rest stays in the rentals, you know, or whatever. Same thing. So I'm ordering different furniture, you know, getting all, all what I want and nothing for God, I don't even know how long, like people would come over and I have three bar stools and just this huge open spaces. And it's like great to hang out and have a happy hour and chill with your friends. And they're like, where do you sit? I'm like, well, you got three bar stools. <laughs> so, but that's how it was. And then the first, the first thing that actually arrived was my patio furniture. So I had like a patio sofa thing. I'm like, so that was my living room sofa for another two months. And finally stuff started coming in, but it was like a real thing. Yeah. Do you know, but it's not just the furniture. It's things like cab. It was, I mean, still it's it's really a delay for like maybe cabinetry um fixtures if you're mm-hmm. doing like you know hey i want my two bathroom fixtures to match well sorry you can only have this one or this one you know it's so much uh there's a lot just a lot of hurdles during that time mm-hmm. you know so you yeah. guys you really did hit a lot of them all at once so good job checking yeah. out yeah. yeah 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 and then i've done a lot of facebook marketplace and offer up to furnish mm-hmm. the house because that's like could be like another 30 grand see that and sounds the- like torture to me i yeah, I, I wouldn't even do it. Like I would, I would still be sleeping on like my floor if I had to go to Facebook Marketplace. Oh well, I would I never get a couch from Facebook Marketplace. Well, I wouldn't even get like. I mean, I just can't stand it. De- I mean, not. It's not a uh, to me. I'm not like thinking of it that way. I'm thinking of like dealing with people on Facebook Marketplace oh. and the back and forth, mm-hmm. and then pick. No, I'm good. Oh, I'm very to the point. Oh, I'll just. Yeah. Sleep um, on and then I also, blanket. we just bought <laughs> the same way. brand new hardwood floors that would be 3000 just got them for $1,100 to oh, ref- nice. about 600 square feet. Okay. Um, so, and that's from an auction. So oh, cool. been utilizing stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. as well. So, right on. Well, yeah. shit, you've done stuff I haven't done. Like I haven't even tried to think of stuff like that. You know, you get every once in a while, you get stuff like when we're doing, especially the rentals, different mm-hmm. room place. Uh, one of the contractors like, Hey man, I'm from this other job. They haven't like, we just had one, one of the IB ones, they had ordered all this LVP, right. And they had all this extra LVP from a different job and the guy didn't want stuff. So they're like, Hey, we've got it. So we got it for like a third of the price. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. So that's yeah. I mean, amazing. Mm-hmm. So all yeah. the it didn't matter. I, I didn't even ask what color it was. Like, yeah. just make the rest of the house match that at yeah. that mm-hmm. point, you know, if you save that much, let yeah. it go. But I didn't even think about things like the auctions and stuff. Yeah. Right, from I mean, some start, of that stuff. Starting to find things yeah. like fridges and stoves mm-hmm. and washers. Um, yeah, and stoves. it's like yeah, trying it's, to get a stove from there too. Cause I mean, stoves are like two grand. Cause our mindsets changed too, of like this being our permanent home when we first bought it, yes. our forever home to like, we oh, we to just, all luxury. just make it nice mm-hmm. for rent, but it's going to be a rental. So what do right. we really care? Right. You know, yeah. like that mind shift made a lot of decisions a lot easier too. Yeah. of like, sure. oh, it's just got to be, and it's like somebody else is going to be here. Like, let's just make it as bulletproof as we can. Exactly. Yeah. You want something that lasts. Something that lasts and something that you don't have to come and fix mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And so you're not thinking about, oh, it would be so much better if it was this little color. It's like, if it's just a white Close enough. Let's right. just call it a day. Yeah. yeah. It made things way so faster. Now I don't have to sit it, in the it, tile aisle for an hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, does it, does this look like shit? No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's roll. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, the, these two kind of match. Perfect. Let's go. When I partner in with a couple of investments, um, the Facebook marketplace part, what you're saying, like, I won't touch it because I'm just intimidated by, like, I just want to deal with people like that. Um, <laughs> just to, you know, back, yeah, just, ah, man, just don't want to do it. But uh, he's like a master at it. It's probably like you, and he'll find the stuff, he'll set it all up. And we had to replace place like in this one that we were doing we knew obviously it was going to be a rental but but it had like a sub-zero refrigerator had to be changed this big big ass luxury industrialist commercial kitchen looking stove and everything and he was able to find these different pieces because a lot of people during covid were taking that time to like 
renovate their homes, like kitchens and stuff. So people were like, Hey, I can't, and this was a long project. So people, some people were like, for instance, the refrigerator, it's like, Hey, you can have it. I think we paid $400 for this. It would have been like a $12,000 refrigerator because they're like, Hey, well, yeah, but we just found out our stuff is going to be delayed. If can you guys wait for it, you know, for another month or so we're like, shit, man, we, we've got like four more months. So we paid for it and just picked it up when she got hers. Nice. But I mean, that's ridiculous. And it's yeah. an awesome shape. It was just, they were doing a full kitchen remodel yeah. and it didn't match exactly there. But for us, it was great. And the same with like a Viking stove that I think we got for like a third of the price. Same. Dream. Which I would have not, I mean, it's, oh no, it is amazing. I'm going, I, w- I wish I'd just put that in my house, but, but I, but I also I don't turn on my oven. So it look really good sitting there. There are people like, man, you have a Viking. And I'll be like, yeah. And it, it heats water. Well, you know, that's about it. But yeah, like, so people that will take that effort, that that's just where I draw the line, but it, there's a lot of cool shit you can do with that. And that's huge is the mindset of it of like, Hey, if I can get quality stuff that I'm not mm-hmm. paying retail for, that's going to last. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it made so many decisions yeah. for us so much easier where before tile like mm-hmm. let's look at a bunch of tile let's go to the tile store let's look at it and oh, lay yeah, it out and get stores. samples right how we did the the master room at first like oh this is perfect and yeah. It, yeah it did come out great but now for the the second bathroom we're like it literally took us five minutes like we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we're gonna do that like it's it's gonna look good enough you know right. and, and it's gonna look a thousand times better than it does now yeah but we didn't have to go over like different shades of white and different like cuts of tile it's like no this is gonna be good it's gonna last a long time Awesome. And it's hard. It, it gets, you get kind of, you really do. I, th- I feel when it gets to those subtle things too, you do get like that analysis paralysis when it's your own. Whereas other things you're like, no, that looks good. And that's enough, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and no one really, to be totally honest, most people aren't going to notice the difference in these things that you would have exactly. overanalyzed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's better just to roll on with it, but it's hard yeah. when it's yours. Yeah. 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 But I think it changes also your, once you hit that point, you recognize that it'll change how you do even one for yourself. So now even stuff done build for myself or build, I mean like renovate mm-hmm. for myself to live in. And I, I used to think, yeah, Hey, this is the home I'm going to live in or whatever. And I hear other people even saying things like, I want to get this home that I'll come back to, or I want to buy in this place. Cause when I retire, I want to go to that home. And now I realize I always tell you, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Get what's making you the cash now, build the money where you can do whatever you want at that time. Cause you, what you want changes because mm-hmm. now for me, like I've gone from what I think would be amazing to live into. I would rather have like three small places in different areas of the world and be able to come and go when I want and not have to worry about upkeep and maintenance in those areas than mm-hmm. I would anything. Yeah. That's such a great place. point. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's definitely changed over time. So that's, yeah. And I can't think of many people that I know who after say, you know, especially if you're in your twenties back, like you were like, you know, way, way, way back way when, back. Was, you know, <laughs> if you can remember that far back, <laughs> you know, people in their twenties that think like, oh man, this is my, it, this is what I want. I'm gonna get this place here and I can build onto it and stuff. And then 20 years later, when you get to that point where you can enjoy it and you're like, I don't want that shit. Yeah. That's not what I want anymore. I want, you know, your life's changed so much over time. So that's my one recommendation is don't get your retirement home early. Hundred percent. Yeah, get those things that are going to bring in that income, so you can afford whatever freaking retirement home you want. You know, and that's where the mind shift's going now. It's like, okay, let's you know, as we're gearing up to go to the next purchase mm-hmm. or the next several, it's looking at that. You know, okay, these things are also not going to be our forever places that right. we're in, but we want to look at that cash flow, so then we can go. Oh, okay, cool. Like, I want to take a month off or three months and live here. Yeah, that's way more important to having a three story white picket. You know. Mm-hmm thing that makes us both kind of, yeah, we don't want that anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, like, that doesn't like that standard living uh, for us just doesn't, yeah. you know, get us going, but yeah. that, you know, having that avail- mm-hmm. availability of cash flow out yeah. of some kind of property or multiple, you know, right. that's the freedom that buys you something that your, your mindset is going to change where we want to live now versus mm-hmm. 10 years from now is going to change, right. you know? So, but being able to have that option. Yeah. Yeah, it is huge. And again, looking at it in that cash flow perspective or even even just appreciation perspective and knowing which areas and where you think things are going to grow more and more because it all goes back to that net worth that allows 
use so many other things. Like you've already talked about leveraging several things, including like HELOCs and stuff. And like, there's so many ways that, you know, people think, well, now everything's locked up in a property. Things aren't locked up in properties, you know? I mean, granted, you can't just go write a check for it unless you have a HELOC, then you're just writing a freaking check for it or you're mm -hmm. transferring the money. But there are ways to get to your, you know, get to that equity, get to it in many different ways and use that for as long as you want. You know, it's uh, man, there's just so many opportunities. There's still, so, I mean, I'm still learning things that are out there. You know, every once in a while something new pops up, like you, as you guys know, I'm still yeah. trying to, I'm barely trying to grasp like crypto. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I'm sure Brad and I have other conversations <laughs> yeah. on that. And uh, absolutely. And also another thing to touch on too, is because you've um, owned businesses in a different realm than I have. Mm -hmm. So there's other things we can yeah. learn there, absolutely. you know, I would love to do. And yeah. then for Aubrey, I don't even know what the hell regenerative farming is. Like, it sounds great. <laughs> and it sounds like, you know, it sounds like a, a great thing to be into, but that is so far over my head that uh, we're going to have to have more conversations. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's over up. my head too. I just want to like, that's get kind there. of our, yeah, get there. Got you. Got yeah. You. yeah. So there's a number of things that have led us to that point and yeah. just, you know, wanting to leave a positive landscape for future generations. Right. And ours is, you know, one of those main things that we've come up with is, you know, regenerative farming yeah. and then being able to, you know, take our real estate investments and then mm -hmm. also morph that into the commercial side yes. of regenerative farming and right. blend them together. So you're doing good and you're also being able to, you know, enhance a property's value and right. then kind of velocity of money that way too is one of our goals in the uh, not too distant future because we feel it's something that, you know, we need to get going as a society right. as well, not just us personally. Yeah. And there are ways to do both, right? There are ways to take care of yourself and support yourself while doing something you believe in. And you just have to have the goal so that you have something to focus on. You, yeah. can, you can want all day to make a difference in something, but if you don't have something to take steps towards, mm -hmm. you know, shit, you guys might even like change your mind again to a different thing, but you'll always have that goal to mm -hmm. do something that's going to help yeah. while taking care of yourselves. But yeah, yeah you've got to have a direction to start on or it's just nothing yeah. ever happens. Yeah. Well, and that's why we're trying to take these small steps in real estate because we mm -hmm. know real estate is the velocity of money and the biggest wealth builder. Right. And want to be able to like have this capital for financial freedom, but right. for also to like do what we want as an impact mm -hmm. the world. So that's why we're slowly getting our gears revved up to do the next purchase. So we're going to do a conventional refinance mm -hmm. once the kitchen's done and then be looking at a multifamily right, in right. San Diego. Which is Good. again, yeah. a great use. Uh, Cause when you, and, and you know, again, I think we've talked on, we've talked on here. I had to about some of the multi-unit stuff, but, but refining, you know, conventional, like you're, you already know going into that, that you're going to take an interest rate hit, right? So mm -hmm. you're going to be paying more for your mortgage than you are now, especially since you're going to probably may or may not roll some of your, you know, equity out if you choose to. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be paying more, but it's again, an investment and that's a mindset change too. Like you guys were talking about realizing the, how to leverage money and what to do. That's a change too. Cause people will get stuck like, but now I'm going to be paying more mortgage than I would now, but you're using it to get another property. that's going to be doing the same thing again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just coming to that realization, yeah. but with you freeing up your VA loan and getting into a multi-unit now, again, you're using a lower interest loan for probably a higher price point of entry that you can still add value to and do the same thing just at the next scale. Yeah. It, and it's just in Southern California and San Diego, you're just buying one single home. It just increased our net worth mm -hmm. by $400,000. Right. You can't do that in the Midwest, No, you, you know? And no. so just buying one other home here is going to increase our net worth by, mm -hmm. you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars just mm -hmm. by a couple purchases of homes here. So that's what we're kind of focusing on while we're trying to, we do have some investments in, sure. in Birmingham, not like properties, but tax liens and right. deeds, but the, it's just such little money and little stuff you get back from it. Right. But it's still something. Yes. You know? oh, yeah. And yeah. all those little things add up, right? Uh -huh. as, the same as when you start adding up, like even when you refi out of yours and you get a renter in there, even if like at first there's only, you're making X amount of cash flow, you're still getting the tax benefits. You're getting, you know, so much more from it. And they're still paying your property that's appreciating mm -hmm. at a rapid rate, right? Yeah. So oh, you're yeah. still being net worth mm -hmm. just by sitting there collecting a check. But you'll be doing it for 
multiple other doors once you roll into that other place and yeah. just doing it all oh, over yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So all those things add up. And then I think some people get st- stuck on having like a negative cash flow in California. Right. Right. But like when you look at how much, like you were just yeah. talking about the net worth, it's like, okay, we might accept a negative cash flow on this ocean beach property. I don't know. It, it just depends about the Airbnb if we're right. even able to do that or right. what the rent goes for and what our next payment will be. But it, it's going to be worth it. Right. Like the ROI. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. And, and if you're, it's crazy now because things were a little bit suppressed on the rent side during COVID. And just looking at the last couple months, because, you know, I mean, obviously in California now, it's all like, oh, put your mask back on or whatever. I, I don't know. I barely can even mm-hmm. keep up with whatever's going sometimes. But, you know, definitely people as in general are, are more comfortable. And like, you know, as far as the housing market and everything has just continued to go. But ever since uh, the eviction ban being lifted, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, making people basically have to pay rent again. It's like the, the, the rent, it looks like a cliff. It looks like a freaking cliff. Yeah. Like it really, the charting is like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. You know, rents were steadily climbing as they mm-hmm. always do here. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of plateaued. And really they didn't rise much for the last year or so. And in some, in some like months actually it drops because, you know, again, man, a lot of people both on two reasons. One, Hey, they're just happy to have someone paying rent or they didn't have someone paying rent and it mm-hmm. just didn't move. Or also people are like, Hey, you know what? Like this is kind of a, a bad time for everyone. Let's just keep things where they, I don't have to make more money. Let's keep it where mm-hmm. it is and let's all get through this. So, yeah. so on all sides, not everything's bad. Like there's some, you know, good people doing good stuff. Absolutely. But then once once the people, you know, all of a sudden it's like that part's over and people know, okay, cool. We've got to get back to your economy and, you know, the budgets that other people have because landlords have mortgages too, mm-hmm. right? It's just been like a sheer wall. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy how fast it's going up. So, yeah, I, you guys might be cash flowing well, like right away. You know, we, it's hard we to tell. We went a walk the other night with the dog oh, yeah. and we were looking around at some of these properties and I, I was like, I had a double take because I had a for rent sign. Yeah. And normally I was just looking at for sale signs. And then I was like, wait, it's it's a one bedroom, one bath. Like that can't be the right rent you're looking for. It's like $2,100. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, not a nice. Yeah. And it was not (laughs) nice. And it was just like, it just kind of hit me in the face. Like there's just not a lot of inventory either. Mm -hmm. If you're living by the beach or just in San Diego in general, you know, any popular, you know, yeah. Highly populated area of San Diego. It's well, I still have. So my Bay park properties were on Airbnb, VRBO, all that stuff before, you know, I I Mm -hmm. had that before I had once, like actually during COVID, I just like fully just long-term rents, like keep them in there. Like, let people live, mm-hmm. you know, do their thing. And like, I haven't, I just haven't put them back on. I've still got the same tenants in there. They're like greatly paid They're I haven't raised anything because they're just awesome. But I get contact, like people will reach out through, and, and it's not like list, it's list is blocked off. So it's blocked off, but my listing's still there. So they will reach out and be like, Hey, could, would you do six months for X amount a month or something? Oh, I mean, wow. we're talking in, in like, they're just reaching out through just using it because that's where people are, where they need places to live and they, or they want to live in certain mm-hmm. areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're just like, they will pay for it. And I'm just like, as much as I want that money, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, I'm not going to kick people out yeah. to get it, you yeah. know, but there's definitely that need. That so need. yeah. And you guys being again in a beach area, like features never going to go down. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why so many of them are shitty. Like you said, because yeah. yeah. they don't have to not be shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can just sit there and just do literally nothing. And uh-huh. there's so many where we live where you're just like, man, that mm-hmm. thing is so yeah, crap. probably worth so much money, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Because when we walk, we lived in PB, you walk around PB, you don't see those decrepit places. You mm-hmm. walk around OB. It's yeah. like every other yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So there's, and I'm just so happy we were able to buy a property there and yeah. maybe buy another. Yeah. Um, because there's it. just room to grow. Yeah. I, I would, yeah. I would the food's prefer way to buy an OB, honestly, because of I, I think there is a lot more yeah. room to do. And PB, you're right, too. You look around and like they look good on the outside, but a lot of the insides haven't been touched either. Yeah. You, go, oh, you yeah. walk in, you're yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lipstick on a pig. Yeah. yeah. It is. For sure. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But again, still good investments, yeah. right? Mm hmm. Well, what do you, so do you guys have an expected time frame? kind of going back to your next steps? Do you have an expected time frame from finishing up this one and, and then going, going for the next. 
As soon as we're done, we're going to like that day talk to our lender, who's super cool, and, right. and he has some great ideas. I mean, because we're above the jumbo, we're in the jumbo conventional because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. above seven hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. So he's even talked about like okay, regular conventional HELOC, mm-hmm. the other half. So like he's super creative because mm-hmm. I'm a W two, I'm in the military, but he is has cash income. Mm-hmm. So working with a creative lender super is important. super important. Super very important. important. Yeah. yeah. Especially for what I do, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like some of it's 1099, some of it's your own business, you yeah. know, it's, you get creative with him of like, okay, like this is where I'm at. Like, how do we make way. sure? Yeah. yeah. So figuring that out. Especially um, important as much right as we now can. before tax, tax time. Exactly. And that's the other one. Trying to, you know, going through some of the courses we've been through now, it's like, okay, plan ahead for this, yeah. you know, of like what you want that to look like. So in two years from now, I don't have the same problem. I don't have to go through these hoops to like prove what I've, you right. know, bringing in type deal. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a lot of planning. When yeah. we talk, we've hired tax lawyers. We mm-hmm. talk to, you know, his, we have a CPA. Right. A lot. Who's actually his boss. Yeah. He's actually one of the one owners of the, of the boat. Nice. Yeah. He's <laughs> also a oh, CPA yeah. friend. That works out. Yeah. yeah. It works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who's also way into crypto too. And he understands okay. a lot of that right. tax stuff. So um, the tax lawyer. So yeah. Dang. So planning that out so that literally like the next day mm-hmm. we can just start being like, okay, like let's get this conventional out of the way so that, you know, we want to get into the market as soon as possible. So right. we're trying to get the timeline from our contractor and say, Hey, what's the scope of work? When are we actually done? Can we put the appraisal like the next week? Add so 20% to that timeline just in case. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 100% what we've yeah. learned along the way. It's like, okay, I'm going to be done this month. It's like, all right, well, it's probably another three weeks, you know, whatever right. it is. But, and then like, okay. And then just velocity of, of trying to make that capital expand as quick as possible. Cause we're right. both ready to, you ready know, to if we get ready to roll. Oh yeah. yeah. I love yeah. the market every single day. Yeah. Oh, it's addicting. Yeah. It is addicting. Like you can't help but do it or you drive by and you see like and now you start driving by and you see both like crappy looking things and you're just like that I know what that could be and you yeah. just like you mm-hmm. start daydreaming of like oh, I know what I want to do to this. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can see if we can track this person down and, and yeah. get this home. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's well and then we, we talked about this to you is mm-hmm. like how we're probably gonna do mailers around mm-hmm. our um OB community to see like right. if anyone be willing to work because we could I'm sure we could find the capital. Like, right. Oh we we don't to do something like that mm-hmm. in that area, like we know that we have the right network of people right. that would want to invest in something like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we just have to find, you know, hopefully someone that's willing to sell. To let one go. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So we're well, gonna that do is tough that. that. Well, as you guys know what we talked about, the one that you know some mutual people that we know are in contract with, it's kind of like a gift sometimes. And again, it goes back to the network, right? Mm-hmm. Someone came to us with one, it's just an agent, but it's like, hey, can you help me value this? And it's like, if we can have first shot and it's like, <laughs> cool. All right, cool. And then we just like such good people too, yeah. all around mm-hmm. it. Like she's awesome. And then, you know, the buyers are like, cool. Yes. Like haven't seen it. Haven't whatever. Like, Hey, this is a good deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And it's done. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's not done, but it's but, in, yeah. you know, it's yeah. in the screen. It's doing it and stuff, but there's, it, it does come to that. Like, you know, you'll find something, you've got the network. It'll happen. This one happened to come to us from mm-hmm. network, mm-hmm. which is great. And it, it just makes such a big difference. Yeah. Well, plus having the network to bounce things off of too, sometimes because sometimes I'm so, um, aggressive towards like if, when it's mine, like mm-hmm. other people, I can set back and evaluate because I feel like that's kind of my job. I'm like, let me make sure you're not getting yourself into trouble. <laughs> right. And then where it's mine, I do it. And then I have to go, wait, I'm going to bounce this off my network and go, Hey, am I, am I getting just like, <laughs> I'm just like, this seems like too good to be true. And then someone's like, no, that is too good to be true. But like, I don't see any problem. Like, okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Let's roll with it. But yeah, I got to slow myself down sometimes, but but yeah, no, that's great. And and you guys got plenty of people to do it. And you're getting around, you guys are already working with creative people, which makes a huge difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just changes the outcome so much. Yeah. Which we found the lender we're working with mm-hmm. through our network. Right. Exactly. Real estate people. And that's usually how yeah. you get the best people. Cause I also, I found too, like you don't want to let down people that are come to you from your network too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even if they're, I mean, not even saying someone would let you down anyway, but you know, that adds that extra bit of like, oh dang, this came from other good people I yeah. worked with. I definitely don't want to let them down, yeah. much less you guys, you know? So I think that that adds a little bit of extra. Yeah, that overlay of connectivity, mm-hmm. you know, cause they're already probably, if they're in your network, people trust, they're already probably great. Right. 
But on top of that, just in case they weren't as great as they seemed, it's like it's going to get back that like right. I'm still going to use this contractor for these next five properties. But if I inadvertently found out you screwed these guys that I recommended it to, yeah, then it's like doesn't look good on them. And the contractor is mm-hmm. it's just kind of a nice web of safety in a it way. It is a web of safety. It yeah. kind of is because you think about it um, in any of these type businesses, it just takes one or two bad things. So, you know, you're playing baseball and if you're hitting 500, you're like, dude, this guy is the best, right? Mm-hmm. This is your top, top dude. Hitting 500 is like above and beyond. If you're like, say a lender or, or even a contractor does big deals and he's tied in network mm-hmm. and he blows one, maybe two, that might be, maybe he's about 900, but that's not enough when you're in a network of mm-hmm. calling people. You've got to, you know, you've got to be hitting a thousand yeah. or mm-hmm. else it just doesn't work. Yeah. Cause I had multiple bids, you know, last year mm-hmm. of the kitchen and everything like that. And which also they were so busy that they were like pricing out people. They're like, okay, 40 grand, you know, mm-hmm. or 50 grand for the kitchen. Right. I'm like, I know it's a small kitchen. It can be mm-hmm. done for way less, but they just had so much work. Right. I don't know if that's changing now, but now we're in this, you know, kind yeah. of this network of real estate people we've met through that course we did. And the contractor, we're not even getting another bid because he did, you know, like six projects mm-hmm. with our friend. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we we yeah. trust him. Yeah. Like, and that makes a big difference too. I, I think too, part of the reason some of the pricing happens is you guys aren't vetted to this person yeah. either. And some people are a nightmare to work with. Do you know what I mean? And if you yeah. guys yeah. are changing things halfway through projects yeah. all the right. time, because it doesn't, people don't realize sometimes on that side. And I didn't before mm-hmm. doing more of these, like I didn't realize how much that can impact someone's other business because they're using subcontractors they're using their team of people right and if changing stuff are, are hindering other jobs that they're doing they can't make money yeah. and it's hurting them too so once they know um you know like like now you've used someone and you use it again if they're going to tell you this much you know that within the best of their ability it's going to happen so yeah you're going to build a buffer yeah some shit's out of their hands mm-hmm. right but they also know that hey these guys are going to come to me with like this is what we're trying to do mm-hmm. let's come up with a you know, you guys give us the bid and go execute it. And so many people will be like, no, I changed my mind. I don't like this or I want this or I want that. And it impacts their livelihood too. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's what we try not to be as hard to work with. It's like we're designing stuff that's out of my scope of work or our mm-hmm. scope, but you just ask them like, well, what do you think about this? Like, well, we do that. We're like, that sounds better. You, yeah. you came up with it. Uh, yeah. You're, you know, like, that sounds better than what I could have come with. And you've probably already done this before. Yeah. Because exactly. like our contractor they, now, he's like, well, I could just cut this out. That would be better. We're like, perfect. Didn't even think about anything it. you yeah. said. Yeah. Whatever you say, that, that sounds that, great because it's your idea too. And it, you probably know how to do it better than what I was trying to plan out in my head. That, I've had some really phenomenal ideas in my head. And it's like this and this and this. And, and they'll be like, yeah, we can definitely do that. Or I can save you 10 grand by moving this to here and you don't have to move a gas line in a while. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great too. I'm like, did you say 10 grand less? Done. You know, but yeah, you think, and I'm all proud. I'm like, yeah, this is going to look sick and it's this. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you can have it for an extra 10 grand. And you're like, nope, you're good. You're right. It's back. Back shit up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, yeah, guys, like I definitely don't want to take off all your day. Um, I know that Brad's got some gambling to do. I do. Um, yeah. And I'm yeah. a little bit jealous. Uh, <laughs> I think but, it's going to be a good time tonight. Yeah, yeah I think so you can't make it. I, I, next time I will or uh, any other time we'll even make up some reasons yeah. to mm-hmm. go do it. Um, just sucks that I can't do this one. Yeah. But no, thank you guys for coming on. You guys have touched on stuff we haven't really been into with the like the life insurance, you know, whole life and borrowing from that and stuff. TSB we've barely touched on before. I believe. So I really appreciate that. You guys bring in new stuff and hopefully you guys will be down to uh, come back and give an update once your uh, yeah, kitchen's and done and we start on the next yeah. one. Oh, we're definitely yeah. Yeah. crypto. Mm-hmm. Except after my embarrassment of like literally talking to Josh and like not, just being kind of an awesome the stuff he's saying, I'm like, I got to go back and do a little research from the little bit I got, you know, comprehended from that. So the next time I can at least ask intelligent questions. I mean, we were the same way with Josh too. It's like, and oh we, yeah, and we I thought know crypto. I knew a lot, yeah. you know, and I was like, whoa, like I, that's a whole nother realm that he has so much knowledge in. It's crazy. And, and like we were saying before, he asked, asked a question and I'm trying to answer something from three questions or three sentences <laughs> yeah. ago going, I, I don't even know what you asked me right now. Just like, <laughs> let me catch up. It's crazy, man, but it's a really intelligent dude. And I, I was really, I enjoyed listening to it. So, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll follow up on that as well. Or any other things you guys yeah. want to do, just oh, for sure. come back. Cause 
you know. Let's do it, man. Yeah, yeah this is so much fun. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Fun. Yeah, yeah. We're really, and I'm going to really blast grateful. out both of your guys' cell phone numbers. So if anybody yeah. has questions, just call you guys directly and it'll be all good, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Any time um, of the night. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, especially, especially at night. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. If anybody wants to be connected, I won't blast out their cell phone numbers. But if you go to expertishpodcast.com, if you want to just drop a message there, we'll connect you to these guys. I'm sure you guys don't mind answering questions if they come through us or yeah. we'll, if you get enough we'll just bring you guys back and answer yeah. them yeah answer them here or both happy to help however yeah, we can sure. I mean, we're learning too so yeah. awesome yeah me too yeah. <laughs> try to create our own real estate business and you know name mm -hmm. and eventually get there to where we have our own instagram i have uh -huh. like a couple different yeah. instagrams for different businesses so oh uh, gotcha that. i gotcha well we'll have to talk about that too because yeah. i need i need some schooling on that too <laughs> social media is not my uh, area of expertise at all half the time i can't log into it so uh yeah it's not not my favorite but I need to be. I need to be way better. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for coming, and we will definitely do a follow up. Yeah, cool, absolutely. Awesome. Thank, thank you so you. much, Jay. If you could use an inexpensive and super convenient healthcare option, I definitely recommend checking out Skill Mills Telehealth. For me, when I did the research, it turned out that their program worked well as a supplement to VA Medical. So that's the route I went. If you go to their website for the information, SkillMill.com. That's S K I L L. MIL.com. Go to the top, click on the telehealth button, and it'll take you to another page with the information on all their programs. Super easy, super easy to sign up. If you click on the get started button, fill in a little bit of basic info, you could even use your referral code Expertish Podcast in the drop down. And then from there, they'll take care of you and you're all set. Definitely highly recommend checking that out.